backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Tribal Company, Gina and Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 708, and you're listening to the number one podcast that interchanges that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades Podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just text us. We have Gina, Sarah, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So I know that we've all been wondering about the new Magic Band Plus, what is the deal with everything being plus lately? Does anybody else ever wonder that? There's a theme. I know why. It's because JPEG wants those extra pluses on his paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. That was very good. <laughs> so we've been hearing about the Magic Bands. They were um, at the like promo for the media people last fall. But so far since the year began, because it was supposed to start the year with them. Crickets. Now... That doesn't mean I want to purchase them, but I do have clients that are asking about them. I don't know if you have. I was wondering if they were going to have them for when we went in January. Mine are mostly going to the new bands because when they go to order them, there's such limited stock. I know. It's such a bummer. It is really. I was sad because I had Haunted Mansion ones picked out for Joey and Brad, and I put them in the cart, and I went back two days later, and they were gone. And they were already sold out, so I got them. I got ones that they all like, but still. Well, the la- the latest edition of Disney Bands um, has new features like lights and gesture recognition, vibrations, and interaction with Disney parks and shows. Disney made it seem like we were going to hear something, and that, like Sarah said, that she was going to get to use them. That would have been fun for Sarah to test that out for us. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> we do know that these bands, the speakers that we were talking all about that go with the 50th golden statues, that they um, are going to interact with that band. So if you don't have the Magic Band Plus, you're not going to get to hear the interaction. So you need to find somebody who has one and stand by them at the golden statues so that you can hear the, the interaction. Awkwardly creep up to them. and um, They also interact with fireworks displays. Both Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida are set to get the bands, but they're going to vary a little bit between the parks because, of course, Disneyland bands will have Sleeping Beauty Castle, where Disney World bands will have Cinderella. So, Disney, I just want to know, when are these amazing bands coming out? Although, I'm thinking they could cause more ruckus because we haven't figured all the kinks out with Genie Plus. How much are they going to cost is my question. That's what I'm wondering. I don't think they've even told us. They haven't. I don't think they have either. Uh-uh. I mean, are they going to be like 50 bucks, 40 bucks? Uh-uh. 
They have magic bands that are 50 bucks. I know, but I could see them being higher than just the regular oh, yeah. 15 to $20 one. Oh, for sure. Well, the other thing I was thinking is, this reminds me distinctly of the ears. Now, it's probably been eight years since Joey got those light-up ears that interacted with the fireworks and the shows and stuff, and they would light up. So is this band going to be like that, where it just comes in and then it goes out? Probably. Especially if it's expensive because families are not going to want to, they're already spending a ton of money to come to Disney anyway. They're not going to want to spend that money to interact with all that stuff. It's not something my family is going to be interested in because all they want to do is go on rides. Right. Yes. Mine too. Gina, your comment about the price and everything, it reminded me, I saw a TikTok today and it was a guy who had made up a story called, if you give a mouse your money. <laughs> and it was all the things that they're now charging for. If you give a mouse your money, he's going to ask you to buy your fast passes. And if you buy your fast passes, he's going to ask you to. And it just keeps rolling all the things they've taken away. That is hilarious. And now it charges for it. Great. Oh, it was hilarious. There's been chatter on, I don't know if you saw it or not, Stephanie, but there's a TA Facebook Yep. Uh, geared towards Disney and they've been talking about the dining plans like you know in the 2023 packages when are they going to release them because they released them last year early but normally don't they don't do it until July June July and like we've all got long list of people and you know but they were talking about okay bring in the 2023 bring back the dining bring back the uh <laughs> You know, everything they've taken away that we had to pay for. I mean, they're having so many problems with mirrors, with the other transportation that they would rather pay to have the Magical Express back and have Disney run it. Right. That's sad. That's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about some transportation. Because <laughs> last week we talked about how Disney had paused the ground transportation without a reason and it left people high and dry. Like there was guests that had planned on using that who suddenly had no way to get from the airport to the resort um and then if they were on their own and didn't use a travel agent they were scrambling and panicking and some of them didn't even know because they didn't even look into it and if you were a travel agent and had a guest who was aboard who got canceled like you were making all kinds of phone calls trying to figure out how to get them from place to place again that's why you use a travel agent um but we found out after that horrible mess, um, minivans are going to be returning. Now, remember, minivans are the paid service, but it just, at least it brings a little bit of magic back because it is Disney run and they do try and give it the Disney touch. So um, I'm, I'm personally kind of glad that they're back. It gives us more options, right. um, but we're kind of surprised because they act like they were going to be gone just as Disney does, and then suddenly decided to bring them back. I think the girls and I might use it from the airport to our resort, because I'm not booking mirrors or anything. If I have to, I'll do Lyft. Well, when it first comes out, they're not going to have it for the resorts, from the airport to the resort at this time. That's what they said. Well, that's November, so <laughs> it, could, it could change. Gotcha, gotcha. It could change by next week, guys. Right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We use the minivans once to get from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Wilderness Lodge to have dinner at um, Storybook Dining at Artist Point. It was a great experience. I mean, I found it very useful for that 
hard to figure out travel path <laughs> from a resort to a resort. Yeah. It's not always the easiest thing to do. And the minivan came in very handy. It would also be handy if your dining reservation is before parks are open. We ran into that problem once on our very first ever trip where we're like, okay, and we're just gonna go on the bus. And then we went to the bus station and like the, oh, never mind. We're not. <laughs> They're not running. Well, it's just a little bit of normalcy coming back. Now, if they right. would just put the rest of it back to normal. No. So, some great news, or at least I think it's great news. So, you guys remember back in 2021, Disney took the citrus swirl off of the menu at Sunshine Tree Terrace. Uh, Disney didn't give us a reason why they did this, but it did cause quite a ruckus. Um, you know, kind of like what they did with the uh, noodles at Ohana. <laughs> you know, people threw a fit. They brought it back. Well, this week, Citrus Swirl has returned with a huge welcome from Disney guests. And I do believe that I saw one of our own agents post one on Facebook today. Ama Lee. Yeah, she posted one and it looked absolutely refreshing. Um, if you don't know, the citrus swirl is a vanilla soft serve swirl with frozen orange juice, and it is a yummy, delightfully cool treat on a hot Florida day. We are happy to tell you the news as well and let you know that you can mobile order this for $4.99, which I don't think it's bad price. No, it's not. But the bummer is always mobile ordering at Sunshine Tree Terrence. It's like really, it's not fast. <laughs> There's always such a long line. Hmm. I wonder if it's better just to stand in line and get it than mobile order then. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it does go faster because the line is really long too. It's just, it's not one of those where you just walk right up. You you have to walk up and stand in a, in a line for your mobile order. But at least everybody's already paid, so that line moves faster. I remember mobile ordering though. I can't even remember where it was. I was getting the chicken and waffles. Where Where do they have chicken and waffles? At Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy yeah. Hollow. That's right. Thank you. And um, I remember I mobile ordered that, and my family had mobile ordered elsewhere, and we were going to meet there. And I walked up, and I had to wait for a little bit. There was a huge line at the just normal walk-up windows. Right. And then it popped up, you know, your order is ready. And then there's this one window on the, like, the opposite side of the building. And I walked right up there, and there it was. And I didn't have to wait in that long line. So I, I don't know. I highly recommend mobile ordering. Oh, 100%. I love mobile ordering. Yeah, I like it too. That's the only place that has a line like that. Everywhere else, mm -hmm. it's so fast. So you expect it to be fast. And then you walk up to the mobile order window and you're like, wait a minute. This is not like everything else. That whole Adventureland area is kind of snug. Yeah. Any sort of line forming is going to make things a little more tight. Yep. All right, on to my beloved Marvel information. Okay, <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> No Way Home has broken yet another record and has become the third film in history to surpass $800 million at the domestic box office. It made more than Avatar and now follows Avengers Endgame, which made $858 million, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, which made $936 million. Spider-Man No Way Home is now Sony's highest grossing film ever, 
The film also surpassed $1 billion overseas. The fan-favorite film is also now available digitally and will be available on 4K, UHD, and Blu-ray on April 12th. So, I am sad to say I have not seen this one yet. We have been just crazy and have had no time for movies <laughs> and at the movie theater, but I do want to see it, so. Yeah, we're excited to see it. Joey did see it, as you know, because you guys talked about it a little bit, I think, when he was on the show with you. Mm-hmm. But I saw that it was going to be a digital now. I'm like, it's not at the movie theater anymore. He goes, I knew we waited too long. And then I was like, <laughs> no, it's going to be fine. And then it's going to be on Blu-ray by April 12th. We're fine at this point. But I know he's excited. But he's like, okay, you guys can't watch any trailers. I'm like, you mean like the commercials that came on and showed three <laughs> Spider-Men? And he was like, okay, I knew you would find that one out. That's We all knew that already. And I was like, okay. So he's like, just don't watch anything else. So last night it was on the awards. And Kayla's like, don't look, don't look at my ruin something. And it was the same part. Three Spider-Mans, fly, you know, flying through yeah. <laughs> their webs. And so I'm like, I think I'm okay because we all knew that by now. So, yeah, I'm excited to see it too, Sarah. So we'll have to talk after it's, after we're finally yeah. watched, we finally watched it. But man, Tobey Maguire looks bad. He's not aged well, I should say. Oh, I was going to ask, is he sick? <laughs> no, he just, well, he was so much older when he played that first role. Did you guys say he was 30 years old, Kaylee? Tobey Maguire in the first one? Wasn't he like 30? Yeah, he was like 30 years old. So it's been a while since he was in it. And he he's aged a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think he's quite as old as Vicky, but he's uh, his face says that he's done some time. Um, so... Indiana Jones has been welcomed back by Disney guests since the end of 2021, which I know Gina loves this show. I do. Me too. Me too. <laughs> well, we have some amazing, amazing news, but due to the popularity of the show beginning on May 28th, the guests can now watch the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular as late as 6.30 p.m. Uh, the current show times are 10.45, 12, 1.15, 3.15, and 4.30. But starting on May 28th, they're going to have turn the 4.30 show into the 6.30 show, allowing more guests the opportunity to see Indy and all his friends. I, I think what the problem was, there's so many shows in those time slots that people weren't being able to see it, and they actually listened. Wait, so are they adding a show, or they're replacing a show? They're just replacing it. I thought they were adding one, too. I apologize. Oh, okay. But they're making it later because they were finding the overlap of um, Beauty and the Beast and Frozen. Yeah, they do. They're all at the same time. Right. And so they wanted to spread this one out. So this is one of the latest shows. Maybe it's a tactic to try to free up some space in that park. Something. I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk my girls into going to this or not. We're, they're determined to hit all four parks in two days. Oh, my. No napping. I think you could do it. No napping? I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Vicky knows me well. I have to take an afternoon no, nap. No, not you. I'm talking about them. Oh, I think they'll be okay. It'll be me. I've done three parks in one day, and I know what Dave and Nick did four parks in one day. Yeah, we've done we've done two in one day, but we or three in one day, but we went. We started at one park, hopped to another park, just rode one ride, and then to another park. But they want to do halves and halves. I think it'll still work. I was just going to say, I don't know if my uh, client that just went this last week, the, my grandfather friend, if he will do a trip report. But buddy, those people put some miles on their feet because they're the one that took the grandson. And not only did they do five full park days, 
on their two off days, they went to Discovery Cove one day, and the other day they did the park hop or the whatever park to park express pass to Universal Ooh, Studios. That's a lot. Uh, and I was keeping pretty close contact. He was cracking me up because it was so sweet. He was giving me updates at the like what worked well that I told him and stuff, which was really nice. What worked well? Thanks for this tip. Thanks for that tip. Oh, just so you know, tell your clients I found this out. Da, 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 da. But his poor wife had blisters on both of her feet. Like, mm. and I asked if she brought new shoes and he said no, but I really wish they would do a trip report because I'm sure it would be amazing. I got to talk to the grandkid today, the grandson. Oh. And um, his teacher said, oh yes, he already told me Mrs. Black planned his trip. That's awesome. <laughs> Cute. Okay, so we know there have been rumors flying around about um, Rock and Roller Coaster and how they have to choose a new featured artist or band because Aerosmith's song rights don't belong to Disney. So this week, I guess we're speculating yet again about who should replace this iconic band that kicks off this ride at Hollywood Studios. Keep in mind, Disney has not said anything about this. This is all rumor, guys, okay? Merely speculation right now by guests and by cast members. But here are bands and artists that were suggested. You guys are going to have to tell me what you think about this. This is crazy is what it is. So far, <laughs> there's a lot. We've got Queen, Kiss, Ozzy Osbourne, The Rolling Stones, The Beatles, Van Halen, Guns N' Roses, Pink Floyd, Jimi Hendrix, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, Foo Fighters, Prince, NSYNC. Okay, so this is where it gets like, for a while we were in a pattern of like I, the same, right? Yeah. Now we've got NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and the Jonas Brothers. Um, some want to completely retheme the ride and let John William write an original music for this ride. What do you guys think? And do you like any of these choices? Okay, I my first pick was Queen. I did pick that one. Um, but I, I like NSYNC and maybe the Jonas Brothers. The Jonas Brothers would fit in well with Disney, I think. Well, they had their own show, right? Right. Yeah. So maybe they could kind of retheme it to that show or something. But then again, I like the idea of them retheming the ride and letting them write an original. And that we talked about this though, Sarah and I were like, I don't know. he's 90 years old, the poor man. Well then let somebody else do it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's the biggest thrill coaster on Disney property as of right now. I don't know if I can say that after Guardians of the Galaxy comes or after Tron comes, but those have pretty clear themes. Right. Mm-hmm. The edge that comes along with Aerosmith and his voice and the tempo of the music with the ride to me is just so perfect. I cannot see anything like NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys going with this coaster. Cause I don't think that, like, I don't think the coaster is going to change the layout of the coaster, right? You might, you might change the, um, what Scenery. I assume are some sort of card. I don't know. They look like cardboard to me. Whatever, yeah, that's what, you know, that's the what Nick calls are. it plywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's hard, but I do like the idea of queen. I think that could be good. Um, but I think it needs to be something hard and kind of edgy. It does. Kiss would be good too. So so would Guns N' Roses, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of good suggestions, but it just it to me fell off. 
as much as I was, you know, I'm an 80s child, so I loved the whole NSYNC Backstreet Boys, Jonas Brothers. Well, Jonas Brothers was not as much. It was <laughs> at the little, end. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of over that stage by then. But yeah. they just don't fit the ride. No, you know what's missing? New Kids on the Block. Whoa. That's what's missing from the list. It is, interestingly enough, how do we have Ozzy Osbourne and Rick Astley in the same book? <laughs> it's just like, those are two totally diverse singers. Like Ozzy Osbourne, when I was a kid, bit the head off a bat in the concert. I, I didn't go to the concert, but I know because my friends did. And then you have Rick Astley and he's all like a pretty boy. <laughs> and all the girls would like fall at his feet kind of thing. I don't know. It'll be interesting for sure. And who knows if this will even come to fruition. Again, this is just speculation. I wonder if they, if some miracle they can keep it as Sarah Smith. I love the way it is. Me too. I think it'll be sad for I me. I hate for it to change. But let's let's be true truthful here. I mean, how long have we been waiting for Splash Mountain to change? This is true. Right. <laughs> true. Even if they say something, it could be ten years. <laughs> Do you remember when people rushed to get yes. all the merchandise? Yes. And the lines were ridiculous just for merchandise and they were all sold out of everything and how long the lines were for Splash Mountain and now nobody wants to go on it again. I don't know. It had a long wait last week. Did it? Yes, because my client didn't get to go the first day. Well, they got there and he was they were the next to get on the ride and the ride broke down. Oh, and no. so they scanned their bands and did something and told them to come back at so-and-so and such and such time. And they did and it broke down again before they got on the boat. Maybe that's why, like, because when I looked, I suggested to my client who was there, I was like, uh, go ahead to Splash Mountain right now. There's a 10 minute wait, but maybe it's because it had just opened back up. Probably. That's something too. Uh, I don't know if I should give this tip to too many people, but Joey, when Rock and Roller Coaster went down, he's like, I feel like it's going to be up pretty soon. And so he stood there until they opened it. So he was one of the first ones on it. How long did it take for him to open back up? Well, it had already been down for 45 minutes or whatever when we uh, got gotcha. over there. And so then he waited like 15 or 20 minutes and he's like, I'm on rock and roller concert. Yeah, that ride is always a must. Oh, because it's fun. All right, so I'm going to make some little girls really, really happy. And princess. Yes, and princess. So the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique has not returned to the parks or to Disney Springs yet. But... This week, Disney let us know that it will be aboard the Disney Wish. That's awesome. So guests can reserve the experience for their little prince or princess. Uh, the Wish Baby Bobbity Boutique will also offer the opportunity for guests 12 and under to be transformed into Captain Minnie or Captain Mickey to go along with the Disney Cruise theme. I think this is very exciting and I know some little ones will think this is exciting too. If you're interested in booking this experience for your little prince or princess, contact your travel agent for some help. Alice was very bummed that we couldn't do the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique in January, so, but she got over it pretty fast. <laughs> I was going to say, the people that aren't hired back yet are now doing that. They're coming to resorts. Yes, they are. I actually, I booked a client uh, for one. They were staying at um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and I reached out on that ears to you. Yeah. And booked somebody to come to the resort and did her girls. Princess makeovers. It was affordable. It wasn't hateful. Yeah, I think 
they just miss doing it and they don't want to lose the art. Plus, I feel like it was a better job. Not that they did a bad job at Disney, but the makeup was more on like true to form of what it would have looked like on the princess where they kind of keep it low key in the actual Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. I thought the best thing about it was you get an entire photo session afterwards. <laughs> it's very cool. It is very cool. Yeah. We got to see our friends' daughters do it. I want to do it. <laughs> That's why I'm 12 and under now. I know. I just don't understand how it can be on the wish, but not in the parks. Right. Well, I think probably because right now, I mean, if you think about it, they're still low on cast members in the parks. So maybe they're not on the ships. Maybe they can't get the cast members back because a lot of them start their own businesses and are probably making more money now. Yep. Well, I have some some news from across the pond. Audio testing is currently in progress for Avengers Campus at Disneyland Paris. When guests were listening to the testing, they said they could hear Tony Stark's artificial intelligence assistant Friday speaking. More themed paneling and signs were also recently added to the land's attractions. Red paneling has been installed on some of the sections of the Web Slingers building. Avengers Campus will be opening this summer at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. So that's very exciting. And just the thought of going to Paris is also exciting. I was going to (laughs) say, someday I'm going to do that. Yeah. Me too. So the Drury Plaza Hotel that we've been talking and talking and talking and talking to you about has been added to the list of hotels that can have early entry into the Disney parks when guests stay there. This means Drury guests will be able to open the four parks 30 minutes prior to the park's opening. This hotel is very near Disney Springs and is going to be open to guests on October 27th, 2022. Uh, This hotel will eventually have 604 rooms when it's finished. When it opens, it will only have 264 rooms ready for guests. I was wondering how they were getting that ready so quickly. Um, Because with all the, what do you call those? Inspections, thank you. All the inspections Uh, they have to do, I was wondering how they were going to get that whole building up and all the rooms done. So now I know they're only going to have a few floors, but still. 264 rooms, that's a lot. The hotel amenities include a resort-style pool, a splash pad, a poolside poolside dining, the kitchen plus bar, a 24-hour business center, and a 24-hour fitness center. The general manager's name is going to be Tom Drury, which is interesting because I didn't. I don't think that I've ever seen someone be the manager that has the same name, so I'm wondering if it's somebody in the family. And it's going to employ 150 full-time and part-time employees. I'm excited because, um, although there are a lot of need to our places that are hiring this does mean job opportunities for people in orlando and that's always a good thing i would like to stay there one time i think it would be neat i uh, i did book one for a client in nashville cool i just i did um quote a client for christmas for the jury in um jury plaza hotel orlando lake buena vista um and it was cheaper than um caribbean beach Wow, that's a good deal. As a reference, and it was cheaper by like 500 bucks. Wow, nice. that's awesome. Nice. Yeah, so you get that free breakfast, snack, like dinner, you know, you, and now you get in early to the parks and everything. So definitely worth pretty it. Pretty excited about that. I definitely want to stay there sometime. All right, so we have some more amazing news we found out that cultural representation is coming back to Epcot's World Showcase. Uh, Vicky is excited about this one. She's over there clapping right now. I'm very excited (laughs) about it. Um, Oh, wait. 
this isn't a show. This just means that they're bringing back the cast members, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. I was like, <laughs> this is a weird name for it. No. Yay. <laughs> okay. So they are bringing back cast members from overseas. Yes, from other countries so that you can feel more immersed. This is exciting. Invitations have been sent out to former Disney Epcot cast members that may want to come back to work at Epcot representing their country. We are so excited that the real history of these countries is going to be represented by cast members from these countries. That has been lacking. It definitely takes a little bit of the ambience away. Now, if these individuals choose to return or not, Disney will offer this opportunity to others from these countries. Having this representation has always been a fantastic way for guests to get to know the culture, not to mention having them create the foods from their country usually makes it even better. So we are thrilled to hear this. I'm excited. Yeah, that's awesome. It does make a difference. It does in France. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you were thinking the same thing I was. Because... I wasn't trying to be mean, but I'm like, uh, it loses, it loses a little something at that patisserie when it's not French people. It does, especially when you say something to the lady and she's like, she just like, okay, here you go. <laughs> you know? like, okay. So the fountains for a world of color are once again submerged under the waters of Paradise Bay as work continues to prep the show for its April 22nd return, which is coming very soon. The area looks much closer to ready for the showtime than it did a few weeks ago. Um, so starting on the 22nd of April, guests at Disney California Adventure can experience World of Color once again at 9 o'clock p.m. and 10.15 p.m. The 22-minute show takes place in Paradise Gardens Park near Pixar Pier and the Pacific Wharf. Yay, some normalcy. <laughs> it's little by little, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. The Connections Cafe sign has been hung at Epcot. And as we revealed last week, some of the fencing has been rerouted. So the construction maze that is Epcot continues. So guests can see the sign and the front of the cafe is in the same building as the creation shop. This will also be the new location for Starbucks. So no word on whether or not the current Starbucks will close when this one opens. Another thing that was revealed is the floor of the Connections Cafe. Zach Ridley told the media that the floor will, quote, pay homage to the radial layout and celebrate the purposeful geometry and organic symmetry of Epcot. Epcot is full of iconic shape language that evokes grand ideas about cities, innovation, and the potential for design to make the world a better, more integrated place. Ridley said all of that. So we are excited to see what the Imagineers came up with for this space. Okay, you know what? You know what my thought was when you were talking about the geometry and the symmetry. Have you seen the people's walls that do the like the Epcot ball? You know what I'm talking about, like the triangles uh -huh. on their walls. That's what I was imagining. Oh. I'm probably completely off, but I'm thinking about like the different um, symbols for the different areas. That's what I was thinking of. I guess we'll have to see. I was just thinking about Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the new mom in me right <laughs> tired 
So Space 220 has had a lot of attention since it opened last year. This week, Disney announced some menu changes and additions. For the lunch menu, a steak salad and a quinoa burger. We've got spaghetti and shrimp and also steak and fries were added to the menu. Seared tuna is replacing the tataki. I can't even say it, even after you said it. It's replacing the tuna. Um, so the seared tuna is replacing the tataki tuna. There you go. There you go. You got it. That was hard. And blue house uh, salmon is replacing the galactic salmon. Baked macaroni, flat iron steak, and galactic lobster globe have been removed from the menu altogether. These items were changed from the lunch and dinner menus. We have space greens will now be made with bib lettuce and um, supreme chicken breast, shortcake, coconut pancata. What is coconut pancata? It's like a gelatinous cake. It's almost like flan. Yeah. Okay. And then we have Orion Old Fashioned and then Stratosphere Strawberry Lemonade and roasted carrots were all added. Roasted free range greens, Brussels sprouts, sticky toffee pudding, and lemon mousse were removed. It seems like pretty comparable things mm -hmm. replaced things they took away. Um, for the lounge menu, there's shrimp cocktail and space glazed duck breasts that were added. And then the Florida red snapper will now be pan seared with fennel and some potato stew. We ate here. It was okay. You know, I debated. The girls and I were talking about because we're just going for a short weekend. And the girls and I were talking about if we were going to do dining. But we kind of decided that they would rather spend more time in the park than mm -hmm. sit down and eat. About the only thing that we're going to do is you know, try and get be our guest if they want to eat at be our guest. And then. Uh, Have they eaten there before? No, no. And then for sure, Abby wants Ohana breakfast for her birthday. Of course. If no. you want to have a really good meal that everyone in my family ate it all and wanted more after it was gone, Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary was delicious. Hmm. Now, you don't have to use a space, but the food was so good. Actually, one of my clients went in, in January when you were there, um, they said the same thing. They said out of all, and they went to somewhere fancy every single day on their trip, and Steakhouse 71 was their favorite. Yeah. I'll have to get Chris there the next time that he goes. We're looking at probably it'll be April of next year because that's when Abby's choir goes. So we're just going to take a week's vacation. Steakhouse 71, I'll add, an, add to my list. So um, this news is related to Disney because so many of us fly to Disney World and Disneyland. Um, to get to these magical places, a lot of us take Southwest to get to the magical destinations. So the great news is Southwest is adding a fourth tier called the Wanna Get Away Plus tier. Oh, I thought this plus. was funny. I know, I Not thought it was again. funny. <laughs> But this tier includes the benefits that are included in the other Southwest fairs, which is two free checked bags, no change fees, and free movies, TV, and messaging on your flight. It also comes with some new perks like transferable flight credits. And with this, customers can make a one-time transfer of, of an eligible unused flight to another traveler. Oh, that's cool. Wanna get away plus customers will also get same day confirmed change or same day standby 
if their flight fills up and there's another there's another flight leaving from the same airport to the same destination they will also get eight times the rapid rewards points so i was like isn't this amazing news i'm excited if i can get cheap flights from them in november i'm thinking about using them this time because i I mean, I know it's a long way off, but man, flights are outrageous right now. They really are. I just, <laughs> we're gonna go back to Myrtle Beach before school starts, because I really, really loved it. How close is that to you, Sarah? Probably about three-ish hours, maybe. I was pricing flights for October with um, Brandy and Tammy, and they were about, round trip about 300 a piece. Well, it looked just 20 some days later for November and it's $400 a piece. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not paying $400. It goes up closer, the closer you get. I don't know why I didn't text you while I was there. It's not like I was actually gonna drive to North Carolina, but I was so <laughs> close. That's the thing that I was like, I'm so close. If you were watching the Oscars on Sunday evening, and no, I'm not talking about what happened. No. Uh, you probably already know this, but Corella won an Oscar for best costume design. Encanto won an Oscar for the best animated feature, beating out other Disney Pixar movies, Luca and Rhea and The Last Dragon. While these Oscars weren't a surprise to us, however, one of the guests in attendance definitely was. The cameraman were uh, panning the audience and guess who was in the audience? Mr. Paycheck himself, Bob Chapek. We were shocked because he hasn't been in public too much since he found out that he isn't the most like CEO in Disney history. Um, so what do you guys think about him being there at the Oscars? I was surprised. I'm surprised, but I'm kind of glad he went ahead and got out there. He needs to just get over to and show his face and just own up to like, yep, this is me. You can hate me. I'm not going to hide, though. Right. I don't know how much he had to do with them, either of those movies, but... I guess he was just representing. I think yeah. he was, but the camera just panned over, and I was like, is that? And then we went back, and I was like, it is! <laughs> Can't miss his head anywhere. <laughs> This past Friday night, we did an outdoor movie night at our school, and we showed Encanto. And it was like one giant sing-along. Oh, I oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times we have watched that movie since it came out. I think it's now one of our family favorites. Ours, too. So if you want to rise up against the First Order, then you probably want to get this Resistance flag. A guest found it in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park. Another item that Star Wars fans may be interested to hear about is the remote-controlled SK-620 droid. It's an orange and blue astromech droid, and it has arms and compartments that open at the front. He can be purchased or she can be purchased in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney World and has a part for a personality chip. We got some of those for our droids and they are wonderful. The remote controls the directions that he moves in, the swivel of his dome head, sounds and accessories. So it sounds a lot like the ones that we built and you can own him for just $99.99. We got a personality chip for each. Both of my daughters built one for themselves, and it's cute because they'll talk to each other. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, it, the best is when we get them out and um, put them with the dogs. 
Because the dogs are like, what is this? <laughs> That's hilarious. What magic did you put in front of me? <laughs> that is so great. Do they turn their heads? Yeah, there's a lot of this. I love when they do that. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us. And if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us Gina, Sarah, Stephanie, or myself, Vicki at 636-395-0544. You can also email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki will be talking to her friend and client, Megan, about her two recent visits to Disney World. The first was for the Princess Run, and the second was a brother-sister trip to Hollywood Studios for the day. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Mm-hmm.